0: Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome back. This is a daily lesson. Um, Before I start this daily lesson, I just want to let you know that my voice is going in and out today. Um, Well, I'm actually recording on a day that is not going to go up. It will probably go up the week of the 19th, which is Wednesday, the 19th. It will probably go up then, but by then, you will know whether I did the live lesson or just put another guest lesson up. I'm not sure because I'm I'm scratchy. I'm very scratchy, especially from all the um, uploading I was doing. What I want to do is just have um, the second part of the series, which is going to be a few parts, second part of the series of relationships, and I want to make it short. So um, if you're hearing this, it's not being um, recorded the day that it's uploaded. So just know that it is a new fresh lesson, but not a um, lesson that I recorded the same day, which I used to do prior to my surgery. Now, what I want to do is discuss part two of relationships. Part one of relationships is... um, was the 10 things, um, 10 rules to utilize in a relationship, okay? Um, Being that um, the most high brings two people together ideally because nowadays people lust for one another and they just get together for whatever personal reason they get. And like I said in the last lesson, there's 50% of divorce rate in the United States. It might be higher simply because people are lustful. They have lustful eyes, lustful intentions, lustful thoughts, um, unrealistic ideals, and that's how they get together. And either they get divorced or they live in a strange way, not in a real, loving, supportive um, husband and wife way. So whatever. This is part two, and this happens to be, what does it mean to be a good husband or wife? Um, and part two is um some attributes that men and women are um when they get together and they shouldn't be. Now, I already discussed 10 rules that you should be mindful of when you get into a relationship. I already discussed that you really should be praying for your partner because the most high gets you into shape and your partner, whoever it may be, because you're waiting for this partner. He gets both of you into shape in order for you to meet at some point. Now, remember, the most high is not bound by space and time. And he did all of this stuff with his foreknowledge, meaning this already played itself out. And because we are living in linear time and space, we have to go through the motions. But the most high doesn't. He did this before the foundation of the world. So he already knew whether you was going to be with somebody, whether you was going to be alone, this, that, whether you was going to do what you're supposed to do and whatever else, okay? I'm just letting you know and giving you a heads up that there's things that's in the scriptures that we should be doing as Yashorel. As a child of Yashorel, once you learn who you are, learn who you belong to seek the most high first his kingdom and his righteousness and everything else is going to be added unto you and that means prayer that means meditation that means belief that means faith that means standing on the most High's word all of that and that is a part of learning who you are and who you belong to now unfortunately as i said a lot of Yasharel doesn't even know that they Yasharel. they think they just these regular black people that they um that their ancestors was brought over and changed and they chains bondage. And they have this um, question mark looming over their history when the history been in your mama's mouth, your grandmama's mouth, and your great grandma's mouth all the way up into Old Testament time. Just at a certain point, the Most High says, since your forefathers haven't listened to me and you're not listening to me, I'm going to send a strong delusion and you're not going to know who you are. Now, this is a double-edged sword. Number one, you're not going to know who you are, but the pagans slash heathens, they ain't going to know who you are either until the last days. We're in the last days. Hello. So I'm trying to give you some information because the Most High is waking everybody up. Duck, duck, goose, you're going to be woken up. And some people's going to be, quote unquote, woken up or um, spiritually open. And they're not going to have self-control, which is a part of the fruits of the spirit. And this is why I'm talking about relationships now. A lot of people don't utilize the fruits of the spirit. A lot of that is self-control. When you're not able to do that, then you're a beast. I already said what I said. Listen to part one, you'll understand what I'm saying in regards to being a beast and and knowing who you are as a human being, because the Most High said, let's make man in our image. And if you're not acting like man, that the Most High made, you are a beast. Back to what I was saying. Um, We're not beasts, but we have to learn how to have a relationship. And unfortunately, the children of Israel, and I'm focusing on the ch- children of Israel, whoever else is listening, that's good for you, because all human beings need to have healthy relationships. But I am focusing focusing on the children of Israel. Like Yahushua said when he sent out the 12, go to only the children, the lost sheep. Don't go to nobody else. He sent one person to the Gentiles. Okay. And um, like I said, the children of Israel and whoever else is trying to have a good, healthy relationship a realistic relationship and it, uh, listening to the sound of my voice, um, I welcome you and understand to have a healthy relationship, all those attributes from um, lesson number one has to be there. This is lesson number two in regards to relationships. So the attributes of a man and a woman should be positive, should be whole, should be healthy. And we talked about that in lesson number one. Lesson number two, we are focusing on how detrimental it could be in a relationship when you don't have a um, a partner or both of you are not in a healthy headspace. Now, does the scriptures talk about that? The scriptures talk about every aspect of the children of Israel's life, every aspect. I don't care what it is. If it's shooting in the street, the scriptures talk about it. If it's, um, uh, they call it Black Lives Matter, the scriptures talk about it. It, um, if it's uh, not having a good, healthy relationship, the scriptures talk about. If it's um, talk about eating and not eating and what you should do and how you get paid for your work. And I'm talking about every little aspect of your life. The children of Israel, I'm talking to you, every aspect of your life's life is in the Old and the New Testaments. The Old and the New Testaments hold every aspect of your life from family, from the dynamics, who you should be marrying, how you should get a mate, um, discussing how... Um, a wretched a man or a woman is to stay away from them um, talking about family and how you should guide and put a um, instill a um, solid foundation in kids everything you could ever think of is in that scriptures it is so there should not be a question mark looming over the children of Israel aka black people and I'm only talk about the black people who their ancestors came over here and changed because that's Yashara OK, the scriptures discuss it, describe it, say it, everything. So I'm talking to you. However, I already said, um, Yahusha said he has two flocks, an honorary flock, which is um, Gentiles and the original branches, which is the children of Israel. For those people who don't believe that they're the children of Israel, you need to go to my platform library. I got 96 lessons plus extra go to them and let them walk you through all of this with proof. Okay. It's going to come a time when I'm going to start uploading videos. I have the capacity right now, since I've been doing these videos for a year plus, I have the capacity to upload videos and I will be doing that at some point. But right now I got to get you into a headspace to learn how to walk in the good graces of the most high. It's your heritage. It's it was left to you. This is why there's so many testaments. A testament is something for somebody um, after they die. The person has this testament, gives you all the information of what you should do, what you're entitled to, all that stuff. And then they die and then somebody reads it off. That's what the testament is. So there is actually an old testament for all the children of Israel and a new testament. Okay. And actually there's testaments of the 12 patriarchs, which are your ancestors, your forefathers that are speaking to you directly. There's also a book of Enoch that is speaking to you directly, directly. It can't be nobody else but you. And there's proof that it's nobody else but a particular people. Now I'm getting back into relationships. We already talked about how you should act in a relationship. Now we're talking about how the Bible um, lets you know how wretched us in this Yasharel have been to each other and can be, and how you should stay away from such attributes, okay? So I'm gonna point out attributes and this has to do with men and women. And then I'm going to go into scriptures. We already discussed how you should be in a relationship. We already discussed and gave warnings how you should not be. Now we're gonna start reading what the scriptures say about a wretched woman and a wretched man. And this, by this, you should be able to stay away from these people. We as men and women, because there's some good women that have horrible men and there's some good men that have horrible women. Why haven't you looked at the red flags? A lot of times we look at flags and we ignore them. We already have the way with all we already have that spiritual sense that we can exercise and allow it to grow. But we act like it ain't even there. And I'm talking to the men and the women. Don't you believe that you sh- deserve somebody that um, matches you? Don't you believe that you should be equally yoked with somebody? I already read that scriptures. Uh, descriptions in regards to do not be unequally lo- yoked with somebody. Yet, because of desperation and peer pressure, people get into relationships with people they should not be with. I already told you before that if you're praying for a mate, and that's what you should be doing, you shouldn't be carnal like the rest of the world, because the children of Israel do not believe they the children of Israel. They are being taught that they curse. They are being taught that they Gentiles and they're acting just like the Gentiles. Whereas the most high said, pray for everything, pray for everything. You're supposed to be giving me glory for everything because all of this was yours. Yet the children of Israel do not believe that they're the children of Israel. So now I'm going to go into the um, um, attributes um, of a man and a woman, how they should not be. These wicked, wretched attributes why are they like that i already told you while you're living in families especially the children of israel you grow up with a lack either you don't have a traditional family structure which was the case in biblical days in the old testament i have to reverence reference, reference the old testament to make you understand that the old testament is your history book you should not be walking around with a big question mark over your head going oh i don't know who i belong to let me find out what tribe in africa i belong to yes many of Yasharel is in africa but you have to understand through um through those people in africa they came through israel and ran into africa during the last um world rule because they was ran out of there Just because you live in Africa don't mean you African. Okay. The place is holding the children of Israel. And so is um, other places um, in the four corners of the globe. This is what the most high said. This is what many of the prophets are saying through the most high's word. You have to understand who you are. There should not be a question mark looming over your head of who you belong to in Africa. You belong to Yasharel. I don't care where you live in, okay, because you could be born to your mother and father and live wherever. You still belong to your mother and father, so you still belong to um, Yasharel, the man. You still belong to the man because his blood is running in your veins. This is what I'm trying to tell you, okay, so let's talk about, and and I don't want you to get confused. I'm saying this because you should have healthy relationships. This is how it's supposed to be. This is how it was in the beginning. You're supposed to be having healthy relationships. That is a part of your heritage. However, since you was conquered so many times and you keep following the the pagans, you are following right behind them. And this is what should not be. That's what I want you to understand and be clear. I don't want you to get confused about what I'm saying. What I'm basically saying is you're Yasharel. You should be acting like Yasharel. You shouldn't be acting like your captors you living in the land of your captivity captivity wherever whoever i'm talking to i don't even care if i'm talking to people in africa a lot of people in africa are Yasharel. uh-huh they may not know it but they are now there's hamites and shemites and now since um time keep moving on as all kind of other people but understand there's a lot of Yasharel that live in the land of africa and i live in new york i'm a new yorker but i'm still Yasharel understand what I'm saying. I want to be clear to you. I do not want no muddy waters and misunderstanding. Okay. So, um, we already discussed, um, how you should act. Now we're going to discuss how awful men and women do act and how these dysfunctional relationships begin Like I said, sometimes we get so desperate that we want somebody. We never look at the red flags. We're able to look at them, but we're so complacent. We're desperate. We're tired. We're stressed out. And we just go for anybody. And that's not always the case, but predominantly it is. Mm -hmm. So now I want to discuss why people are acting like that and how to avoid them. And I want to prove to you that the scriptures are definitely telling you how wicked a man or unrighteous or stiff neck a man or a woman could be and to stay away from them because <laughs> the most high is not going to lead you to nobody like that if you praying for a maid the most high side will give you anything you want anything and he also says i know what you need before you ask but you you're not going to get it because you didn't ask There's so many scriptures that the Most High said he's going to give you everything you desire, even the bad things you want. He said he will, but nobody ever asks. Nobody thinks about it. Everybody uses, they rely on their own senses. They rely on their carnality. They rely on the pagans. They rely on everything. They rely on gurus. This is all um, pagan methods. It's all carnal methods. It's all uh, fleshly methods and who rules the flesh? The devil. So now I'm gonna discuss um, how your actions and your thoughts get in the way of you being a good mate and how the Bible or the scriptures, different books recognize that there is a such thing as having a wretched mate and to stay far away from her. As early as Genesis, um Abraham was telling um his son um not not Isaac he was telling Ishmael to stay away from wicked women and Ishmael's mother was um a Hamite and she was a Hamite princess I forgot her name off the top of my head but she was a Hamite pr- princess and she was given to Abraham and Sarah from the king, her father, who was a Hamite. Abraham and Sarah are Shemites. I already told you, everybody back then was um, melanated. So you can't, well, I will say somebody outside the melanated, a non-melanated person would not be able to tell. Because today, non-melanated people, they group all melanated people together. And we are even more diverse than them. Nevertheless, they group all of them together and they call them all black folk. And they're not. There's Hamites, Shemites, and those are the Japhethites trying to pull the wool over people's eyes. And even back in the days, Japheth was melanated. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And even Esau is mixed in with the Japhethites. That's all whited out. Now, I'm not gonna get deeply into that, but I want you to know how the world is fooling everybody. Okay. And I'm not. I'm not going in a different direction. I'm just trying to tell you that people's actions and their mouths get them into trouble and it if you don't self reflect if you don't try to heal yourself when you grow up if you don't get to take the pain and the sting out of your heart that you've been carrying in the trauma you can't be a good mate You cannot be a good mate. And the scriptures say this, you cannot be a good mate. So even Abraham was saying this to Ishmael because Ishmael, and this is in the book of Yahshua, Ishmael did have a first mate. He did have children with a a, um, Hamite woman and the Hamite woman was beating the kids. She was cursing people out doing all that. And Abraham said, get rid of her. Yes. So your forefathers understood you need to get rid of negativity, and and wickedness. You got to get rid of it. So that's what I'm saying in this lesson. So we're going to be pretty much discussing um, lessons and what to look out for. Now, if you're doing what the scripture say, like praying for a mate and all of that, the Most High is going to send you the best of the best, and this way you won't have no issues. I'm not saying you won't have problems and um, you won't have arguments and stuff like that, but every every, um, interpersonal relationship has issues, but not to the point that, oh, I'm getting divorced from this person because I can't stand this person. I hate this person. I don't want to try anymore. Not that because you, everybody comes from a different place. Everybody was brought up different. They have different values, different ideals. That's why. And you just reach a consensus and keep moving as a couple. However, there are times that people's just wretched, and they put on a good face for somebody until they marry to them. And then when the honeymoon phase, quote unquote, your best behavior phase is over, here comes the monster. <laughs> and then somebody stuck with you until they get a divorce. <clears throat> Sorry, water break. So what I'm saying is, Humility helps looking inside yourself helps trying to fix stuff about yourself helps. Like I said, in lesson number one, there's 10 rules and um, an extra bonus rules to be in a good relationship. So I'm going to be discussing various things. I'm not putting it in any order. But just know, there are so many books that discuss all of the negativity and the negative attributes a person can have and to stay away from them. So um, there's many scriptures that have it. And and these books include, but are not limited to the wisdom of Solomon, the book of Sirach, uh, the book of Yeshia, the book of Jubilees and the Bible talks about wretched people and how to stay away from them. Sometimes people have to learn lessons. Sometimes they have to learn a lesson to heal, to be able to heal and be healthy enough to have a healthy relationship. There are so many people in Yasharel that are dysfunctional, that are sad, that are depressed, that are angry, that have been traumatized to the nth degree, and they still try to have relationships. You ain't doing nothing but creating more problems. And the person that's getting into the relationship with them nine times out of 10, they got their own trauma and that's how they connect with one another. A real healthy person steers clear of somebody with a lot of issues. Yeah. And and you are able to have a healthy relationship, but you have to work with the most high to get it. Sorry, you have to. So your mouth and your actions are um, detrimental in a relationship. So you need to check yourself. Okay. Um, There's no place for um, whoremongers in a relationship. I'm pointing out all of the things that you should not be when you get into a healthy relationship. When you want to have a healthy, long lasting relationship, there's a lot of things that you should not be or that you should steer clear of. That's whoremongering being a hoe, men and women. Okay. I already said in lesson number one, you should not be uh, a whore. Okay. And I'm going to read some things in regards to um, that. I already told you, Yasharel, your relationships is based on the relationship that the most high has with you. And I'm going to read what the most high says to the prophet about the assembly that's supposed to come together and marry the most high. Okay. Um, If you want to have a loving relationship, you're supposed to have love and respect. Notice that I mentioned love and respect because you can respect somebody. There's, there's relationships that are respectful in a sense. It's not loving, but it's respectful. You live in together and have this, um, uh, you come to a decision that, okay, well, I'm not leaving my house. I don't really, I'm not in love with you but I I respect you. I already know, you know, the monster that I live with, meaning I already know what I'm dealing with here. I'm not going to cut that off and go somewhere else. Or I got too much vested in this house and in finances, meaning it's cheaper to keep her or cheaper to keep him and I'm not going to leave. So we'll just live here together and that's how it'll be. And then you'll call it whatever it is. When in reality, it's a mess. Okay, so this is what the most high doesn't put up with. There's a lot of people that are Yashorel that don't believe that they Yashorel and they don't even believe in um, the most high. There's some people with attitudes that are stiff neck, they insubordinate, they hoardy, they sottish, they rude, they aggressive. And this is all they picked up when they was growing up. It's all the traumas that they picked up and they never let go. So these are the things that you need to stay away from these attributes of people. This is, this goes for men and women. If you really want a good relationship, I suggest that you search for the most high first. And it says, seek me first, my kingdom and my righteousness. Once you get there, you're going to get everything. You're going to know who you are. You're going to know who you belong to. You're going to know what you're entitled to because you're entitled to a whole bunch. I already told you being Yasharel is like being a child of a king or a rich person in order for you once you find out that you are the child of the king of the rich person you got to look at the testament that's going to allow you to get your riches you got to follow those rules and regulations to get your riches so that's what this is like okay there will be no more um question mark hanging over your head now let's talk about these relationships okay Your lust can get you in trouble. Being lustful men and women can get you in trouble. But I want to read something. I want to read some things and then we're going to go to some scriptures. Okay. Um. I would say if you're not in line with the Most High's laws, statutes, precepts, and commands, you are out of line. Okay? You are definitely out of line. Out of alignment. Because um, for Yasharel, that's your life's, that is your green book. You already know what a green book is, Yashua. That is your green book. That is the book that tells you what you need to do, um, how you should have certain relationships, where you need to go, this, that. That's how it is, okay? Um, the Most High says you have to be in line with his Law, statute, precepts, and commands. And if you're out of line according to the scriptures, um, you're out of line with his word, honey. You are gonna be way off so um you got to be in line with the most High's word and his word is listed within the scriptures in regards to or in the form of his law, statutes precepts and commands the most high says in matthew 24 35 and 39 the heaven and the earth shall pass away but my words shall not pass away they're not going to pass away they ain't going nowhere so his Lord, statutes precepts and commands they there And for those people who are not Yasharel, they may be the honorary branches that's listening. They may think, oh, I don't have to listen to the laws. That's only for Yasharel." Lies. Because Romans 2 and 14 says, for when the Gentiles, which have not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these having not the law are a law unto themselves. What does that mean? If you're following the law, like the Ten Commandments say, you know, don't kill, don't lie, don't if you're doing all that, then you're in the law. You're in the line of the law. So I don't want to hear no Gentiles saying, notice I didn't say pagans, because pagans and heathens is the same thing. If you're following the most high, if you're following Yahsharell, you understand that the most um that the children of Israel are made in the image of the most high. And he came down here as a melanated man, and it is already described in there, because no non-melanated man that you know got woolly hair, bronze, is dark, like a dark black burnt penny. There's no non-melanated people like that. So come to the realization of who Yasharel is, and once you you looking for the most high and you want to be that second flock, that honorary flock, understand that the laws was also made for you, because... Romans 2 and 14. It was 2 and 14, that's two sevens. Okay. So the most high is definitely speaking with Shaul, who is Paul, who is the um the uh apostle to the Gentiles, and he's speaking directly to y'all. Okay, understand that. So now I want to discuss, and most of the th- most of the things that I'm gonna say is in the old testament because the most high been dealing and fighting with the children of Israel since the beginning. So um, a lot of what the most high says in regards to his assembly cheating on him because he says we are the bride we his bride we are the assembly of the bride of the most high and if we cheat if we whoremongering if we being idolatrous if we are not in line with the lord's statute precepts and commands then we are committing um a sin against him okay we're cheating So this is what the Most High tells Hosea. Hosea is a minor prophet, and this is what he is saying. And I'm not reading the whole Hosea. What I'm reading is um, pieces of Hosea to get you to understand what the Most High is referring to, because he's referring to the assembly of Yasharel, who is his bride, okay? Because he's still not giving up his bride, even though he's putting her through hell for fornicating, okay? So this is what he's saying. Hosea one and one. This is in regards to the most high saying his bride, what his bride has done, and what he's gonna do to the bride. This is what happens in loving relationships when a spouse is cheating. And this is what I mean. If you're getting into a relation with some a relationship with somebody and they acting crazy. If they ain't cheating, being lustful, they being aggressive, they ain't stiff-necked, don't want to go along with being back in a balanced relationship, honey, you need to go. But I'm going to read to you what the Most High is doing to his children, which is the assembly, which is supposed to be his partner. So Hosea 1 and 1 says, And the word of the Most High came to Hosea, son of Beri, during the reign of Uzziah, Yatham, Ahaz and Hezekiah, kings of Yahudah. And during the reign of Jeroboam, son of Yehoshas, king of Yasharal. Um, Hosea 1 and 2. Hosea's wife and children. When the Most High began to speak through Hosea, the Most High said to him, go and marry a whore. He say a whore manga," But I'm reading from the NIV, the New International Version. I got to say the king, I'm gonna mix it up with King James version because it says a uh, promiscuous woman. But see how they change stuff? You saying promiscuous, you you gotta be you gotta be specific on that. What does that mean? I'm getting right downright in the King James a whore manga. She a hog. Okay. So I'm gonna put that King James word in there and leave promiscuous out. Go get yourself a monger. And have children with her. The Most High is telling Hosea. Now, why is the Most High telling Hosea this? Because the Most High wants Hosea to experience the pain and the hurt. So he can communicate that to the children of Israel. And that's why the Most High is saying what he's saying. And he is definitely telling Hosea exactly what's going to happen to the children of Israel. And it's happening now. We're probably at the tail end of it. Because this is the Old Testament. So he's telling Hosea, go get yourself a hoe, and I want you to marry her and have some kids with her. Uh, and it says, have children with her for like an adulterous wife. This land is guilty of unfaithfulness to the Most High. Now, when he says the land, he means the children of the land because the children's living on the land. Okay, because remember, Mother Earth is the mother to everybody. So on the land, the children of Israel is acting like fornicators. Why are they acting like fornicators? Because they running behind other people and worshiping them. The Most High said in his word, the scriptures, he said, if you like anybody more than me and you love anybody more than me, then you don't love me. You're not worthy of me. You're supposed to give glory to the Most High because he gave you all those things. The fact that you're in a loving family, the fact that you have a love, the fact that all that you have all good things to you, because the Most High does grant good things to people. He already said he's going to give you everything. The fact that he's able to provide that to you because you didn't do that on your own. You should be giving him glory. This is what he's saying. So he's telling Hosea, I'm going to get you to experience this and you're going to go communicate this to the children of Israel. So he then told Hosea, go get yourself a home and have some kids um, with her because you already know she's going to be adulterous. Okay. And she's she's going to be fil- um, fil- excuse me guilty. <laughs> she's going to be found guilty for her unfaithfulness. What is her unfaithfulness? Idolatry, running after somebody else. Anybody else you put in front of the most high is idolatry, okay? Hosea one and four. Then the most high said to Hosea, call him. This is when he had the kids by her. Call the first kid Jezreel, which means Jezreel. You know, there was no days 500 years ago. So if I slip and say a J, you already know, it wasn't it. Remember, we in the, um, new um, the new international version. And there, you already know who put that together. So, anyway, understand what I'm saying. You already know there was no Jays, it was all wise. So, um, he's saying the first um, son is Yisrael, um, excuse me, Yezrael, Yezreel, Y E Z R E E L, because I will soon punish the house of Yeru for the massacre at Yisrael, and I will put an end to the kingdom of Yasharel. So that's what the Most High said. For all this idolatrous behavior and all this foremongering, I'm going to put a stop to y'all. See, nobody can't get to you until you're messing up. And this is the children of Israel's problem. Nobody can't get to you until you're messing up. So naturally, if you already have all this mess in your heart and you already uh, a mess and you didn't fix yourself, you're connected with somebody who didn't get fixed either. So you're doing this, you got to look within yourself and then whatever it is, all of that wickedness is going to steer clear from you. Cause that's how people are. People are magnets. They connect with, um, similar spiritual, um, aura. I'm not gonna say aura, but, um, I will say this, try the spirits. The most high say, try the spirits to see if they, of yeah. there's a lot of spirits. We are spirits. Try people, personalities feel them out. That's what that basically means. If you're in a bad place, you're going to connect with somebody else that's in a bad place. That's what I'm saying. Because a whole healthy person is not going to connect with somebody who's not holding healthy. Okay. And if they do, there's some underlying something that needs to be fixed within that quote unquote whole person. And naturally they not whole if they connected with this person. So that's what I'm saying. So the Most High is saying, go get yourself a hoe and have a baby, and I'm going to be, you are going to be the children of Israel, and this, I mean, you're going to be like me, and the children of Israel are going to be this hoe that you're going to have to bridle down. So, um, after he says, go get the hoe, have the baby, he's going to punish um, the children of Israel simply because this hoe that Hosea got started messing with somebody else. He already knows she's a hoe, and he married her. Okay. Goma is the whole name. So Goma had a baby again and gave birth to a daughter. The first one was the son. And then he gave birth to a daughter. And the most high said to Hosea, I want you to name that daughter Lo-Rahama, which means not loved. I understand what's happening. For I will no longer show love to Yasherel Israel, that I should at all forgive them so the most high is saying i'm not gonna forgive y'all for all this whoremongering i'm not gonna forgive you for all this nonsense you're going through i'm supposed to be your husband and you showing me you're behind the kiss i'm going to put you through the ringer uh-huh so now um Hosea three and one Hosea's reconciliation now first before before the re- reconciliation the most high is telling Hosea, i'm gonna put israel through some hell Oh, yes, I am. So right now in today's times, because this happened in biblical days, in today's times, Yasharel, as an assembly, as the bride, is going through hell. I already told you, 45 said that he could walk down the the street and shoot somebody, and he's referring to Yasharel, shoot somebody and nobody say nothing. This is so true. How many times somebody gets shot and killed by the police and anybody else and nobody do nothing about it? How many times can you march in the street, talk about Black Lives Matter, black um quote unquote, and nobody give two craps? Yes, the most high is talking about you, Yeshua. Okay, you need to get yourself together, turn from your wicked ways, repent, and maybe the most high will hear you. Anyway, back to what I was saying. So now that the children of Israel suffered, suffered and continue to suffer, but in back in biblical days when the most high was talking to Hosea. Naturally, that's going to be the suffrage because Hosea's wife Goma just kept whoring. So the most high said, Oh, you're gonna put her through the ringer. And he did. So he separated from her and left her out there to dry. And then whoever she was messing with was doing her wrong, just like now. You think Yashuel think they the pagans and they following behind pagans and the pagans is doing them dirty, 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 mud dirty. Okay. Telling them that they pagans, telling them that they were supposed to be uh, uh, slaves, telling them all kinds of nonsense. (laughs) Yes, just like the Most High told Hosea. So now, after a certain time, the Most High is saying, now it's time for you to be reconciled with your wife, because at some point, the Most High will be reconciled with the assembly. He will. That's the prophet. That's the prophecy. So um, at three, um, Hosea three one, Hosea's reconciliation with his wife. The Most High said to me, "Go show your love for your wife again, though she is though she is loved by another man as and is an adulteress, love her as the Most High loves Yasharal, though they turn to other." Idolatry, I'll just say. There they turn to idolatrous behavior and love um, worshiping idols. Okay, the Most High said, go and reconcile with her. And this is once the Most High reconciles with us, just like when um, Jose reconciled with his wife, he had to put her through the ringer first before, um, before she can get her act together. And that's what the most high is doing to us. And I'm telling you in your relationships, you got to look within yourself and fix whatever's wrong before you go out there and have a relationship in order for you to do that. You have to be able to have spiritual eyes to understand what is not right for you. Because like I said, the desperation of it all, and the fact that in your mind, Oh, I should be having a a husband and 2.5 children by the time I'm 30 and all this unrealistic behavior, where's that coming from? The Most High tells his children to pray for everything that you got, everything and be happy for all the blessings that you have. That's all weaving through the Old Testament. But I don't see Yasharel doing that. All they keep doing is following behind the unrealistic pagans because they believe they're just as paganistic as they are and they're not. So now I want to read some things now that we understand how the Most High is saying the assembly is whore The assembly is practicing idolatry. The assembly is stiff The assembly is satish. The assembly don't know what they're supposed to be doing. This is what the Most High is saying all through the scriptures, the New and the Old Testament. So now I'm going to tell you and, and read these scriptures and give you an idea of, um, how wretched a man or a woman could be. Okay. Now I already told you a lot of these scriptures come from the wisdom of Solomon, the book of Sirach, the, uh, the Bible, the book of Yeshia, uh, the book of Jubilees. Okay. They, um, they come from these books. So, um, let me just read some of the things. Mm-hmm. And that is sad. And this is in regards to a quarrelsome or a troublesome wife. Okay? Proverbs 21 and 9. It is better to live in a corner of the housetop than in a house shared with a quarrelsome mm-hmm. wife. What is a quarrelsome wife? Somebody who's giving constant trouble. Somebody with an attitude. It's that. It's that angry black woman. It's the angry black woman. I already told you behind the anger is pain and and, um, and um, trauma. But no way in the world is a black woman going to show that pain and trauma. They're going to be angry and fighting. That's what they're going to be. But underneath that exterior, underneath that is pain and hurt. That's what it is. And people don't understand that and they don't want to understand it because they don't want to relate to it, even though they they go through that, too. Everybody in the world goes through that. But um, those quote unquote black people, melanated yasharem you already targeted. It, it's in the scriptures, Deuteronomy 28. So everything you do is going to be magnified, It's going to be vilified, It's going to be uh, you're going to be labeled as, as a monster. You're not gonna be labeled as uh, a pagan, how they are. Never. So understand that. I'm saying this so that you can look within yourself and help yourself to get a better person. Help yourself to be a, a better person so you can get somebody good. And all through this, you meditate on the word, you pray to the most high and let him know. He knows that you've been through trauma. He already knows that the whole Yashura been through trauma. This is why he said he's gonna get back with us. This is why. He already know we hoes. He knows this already. Holes as in following everybody else and not him. This is why the big question mark is um, over the children of Israel. Back to what I was saying. Proverbs 21 and 19. It is better to live in a desert land than with a quarrelsome and fretful woman. Okay, now they talk about wives and just regular women. These are what men are saying about women. Is this true? Is this realistic? Yes, it's 6,000 years old. These scriptures, these manuscripts, manuscripts, excuse me. Um, Proverbs 27 and 15, a continual dripping on a rainy day and a quarrelsome wife are alike. Listen to that. Continual dripping. Who likes to hear that all the time? That's annoying. That's what it's basically saying. Don't be annoying. No man want an annoying wife. You don't want somebody that's always arguing with him and being difficult and aggressive all the time. Just like I said in lesson one. Um, a foolish son is a ruin to his father and a wife's quarreling is a continual dripping of rain. More annoyances. Proverbs twenty five and twenty four. It is better to live in a corner of a housetop than in a sh- house shared with a quarrelsome wife. Did I already say that? Well, that says something like that in twenty one nine, but it also says it in twenty five twenty four. Understand that proverbs. Understand this is how this is how the scriptures understands that there's quarrelsome wives, quarrelsome women quarrelsome husbands, stiff-necked husbands, and quarrelsome men, all through the scriptures, especially in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Ephesians, uh, no, I'm not going to read Ephesians. Um, Proverbs 27, 15 to 16, a continual dripping on a rainy day, and a quarrelsome wife are alike. To restrain her is to restrain the wind, or to grasp oil in one's right hand and he don't know how to restrain her that's what he's basically saying it's just saying it in a poetic way i don't know how to restrain this tap te- this woman is terrible she's horrible okay another thing is like i said no man wants a whore no man wants a promiscuous woman Okay. Yahshua, according to Yachana, Yahshua, was going to get water and he saw a woman at the well, wanted some water, asked her for some water. They had a conversation and then he was like, well, I can talk to you. I can minister to you. So um, go get you, go get your husband and come back and we'll, you know, I minister, I'll have minister, i minister to y'all. She's like, oh, I didn't have no, I don't have no husband. He was like, it's good for you to say that. Uh, for he said you have had five husbands. And one you now have is not your husband. <laughs> you, what you have said is true. You don't have no husband, but you still keep being a whoremonger. Nobody wants that. You see how Yahshua came in there and just gave her the whole business? Yes. And I know she was embarrassed. Uh-huh. She was embarrassed. Now I'm going to talk about a quarrelsome husband. Now, we already know a stiff-necked man, somebody who thinks he knows it all, somebody who is aggressive and abusive and all of that. Yes, we don't want that either. As um, daughters of Zion, we do not want that. And this is what it says that man should not be. 2 Timothy 2 and 24. And the Most High Servant, who is a son of um, Israel it should not be quarrelsome but be kind to everyone able to teach patiently and endure evil that's how the men should be do you know any man like that patience and long suffering that means patience of a saint somebody who just is really patient and graceful do you know somebody like that you know there's a lot of there's a lot of men that that's not like that there's some men that's like that and they call them weak, but they're really not. That's a blessing from the Most High when you can be patient with idiots. Okay. Another thing it says in 1 Timothy 3 and 2 says, um, therefore, an overseer must be above reproach. This is for men. The husband of one wife, sober minded, self controlled respectable, hospitable, and able to teach. First of all, our men as Yashuel, they're supposed to be the head of the household. They're supposed to be the head, okay? They was made first. And, it, and the wife is supposed to be the um, right hand, which is the helpmate. If you can't be that, you need to work on yourself. Sir, why you want to get married? You don't know how to uh, be the head of the household. You don't know how to be respectable to yourself. And and your wife, because once y'all become one, the things that your uh, your significant other does reflects on you. I don't care if he's acting like an idiot; you're gonna be looked at like you put up with this nonsense. You're gonna be the laughing stock. So in two Timothy, which um, Shaul had wrote oh I'm sorry Timothy wrote sorry, um, a husband is supposed to have one wife. And despite what people believe, oh, there was different people with different wives in it. You already see it in 2 Timothy in the New Testament. And in the Old Testament is Deuteronomy 17, 17. You should not have more than one wife. Deuteronomy, which was for Moses when the Most High was right there talking to them. So I do not want to hear nobody saying, oh, no, she's wrong. Deuteronomy 17 and 17, along with 1 Timothy 3 and 2. You should have one wife. Because honestly, for real, for real, if you really want to get down as, to business, brass tax, children of Israel, you can't handle more than one woman. Emotionally, sexually, none of that. You cannot. So I don't know why you think you were done. I already went through this through lesson number one, and I'm trying not to um, raise my voice, but understand that because these men really believe that they the beast, the animals in the fields that could have a whole bunch of um, of cattle or a bunch of chickens. They think they the head cock that they could go out and just have all these chickens and just start having they way with all these chickens. No, you are supposed to be made in the image of the Most High. You're supposed to have one bride. You see, the Most High don't have no... The Most High has one bride, one. And that one bride went out and whoremongered. She played the hub. And the Most High said, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. I'm going to take you through the ringer. And I'm gonna make you straighten yourself up so I can take you back. And right now we are still being going, we are still going through the ringer. Because the most high is saying you still whoremongering, you running after everybody else, you ain't running after me. He's been saying this since the old testament. So that's how the most high wants a man to be. He don't want a man to be um, um, disrespectful, he don't want him to be stiff-necked, he wants him to be faithful, he wants him to be loving. He wants him to be above reproach. He wants him to have one wife and be focused and and, um, respectable and able to direct a family and direct people. That's what sober-minded is Um, without the direct um, definition. Um, He wants him to have self-control. That's a, a part of the fruits of the spirit. He wants him to be respectable. Okay? And be an example to other people. That's what the most High want. He don't want somebody that's unruly, stiff neck, sottish, just all around an idiot. He does not want that. And neither does a woman. A woman don't want that either. Okay? A woman don't want that. All right? Um, I want to talk about um, more about husbands because we already talked about wives being um disrespectful and aggressive and um a thorn in the side to her whole family okay um a foolish proverbs nineteen thirteen. a foolish son is a ruin to his father and a wife's quarreling is a continual dripping dripping rain notice how uh, Solomon talks about, because Solomon wrote these Proverbs um, 19, he talks about a man and a woman, okay, he he's talking about a foolish man and a quarreling woman, how a foolish man is a ruin to his father, he looks bad on his whole house, on his parents, on his whole um, house that he made with his wife and his wife is quarreling all the time so you could tell within Proverbs 19 and 13 that whole house is in disarray it's dysfunctional and this is what I mean about the children of Israel this is what it comes down to when there's a lack in the beginning how it perpetually goes on uh-huh it perpetually goes on from generation to generation, and that's the sad thing. Remember, Solomon was the most, uh, the person with the most wisdom before his time and after his time. And he's saying he's talking about a foolish son, and he's talking about a quarreling woman, which is the son's uh, wife. The whole house is a mess, and then if they don't get help, guess what? They bound to repeat the. Um, the uh the issues that they have within their house and they go out and find somebody and that turns into a mess that's what I mean about the perpetual um happening of the mess in the family um there's a lot of things in between husbands and wives too that may have started out good but then they turn into a mess And, um, there's all this bickering and then wives or husbands is holding out sex. Um, they're being, um, defiant towards one another. They're, um, spending money and doing stuff. They shouldn't be to hurt one another instead of seeking counsel. Okay. Which they should do and for themselves as a unit and individually, that's what they should be doing. Okay. Um, I'm not going to keep going on with this because I could go on with this all day. I have so many scriptures that discuss that, but I believe that I drove that situation home. Um, I will say this for the last one for 1 Corinthians 7 and 5 do not deprive one another in a relationship, except perhaps by agreement for a limited time. That you may devote yourselves to prayer. I'm going to say something after that. After I finish this. Devote yourselves to prayer. But then come together again. So that the enemy Satan. May not tempt you. Because of your lack of self control. This goes. To show you. That the most high is supposed to be your foundation in a marriage, in a relationship, in a family unit, individually, children of Israel. Remember, I've talking to you. It should be that way. It's not like that, but it should be. We as grownups, we are living in a time when uh, the stigma of therapy is a thing of the past. There are therapists that are of the children of Israel, not only are they therapists, there's also therapists that are spiritual counselors. Yes, they are. My suggestion to you is if you feel that you need this counseling, do not deny yourself counseling, whether it be individual, family, group whatever it is utilize the tools that the most high gives you because the most high does allow uh people to be in certain areas of expertise to be able to help one another this is what the assembly is all about the assembly your strongest force as the children of israel is yours is the assembly is everybody coming together the devil takes that And he divides and conquers. And that's one of his strongest, I'm not going to say powers, but one of his strongest tools. So he will take the strongest tool that Yashorel has, and he will divide it by tempting you in different areas, by um, telling you that you're not the children of Israel, by telling you, oh, this way is better than that way, by telling you Oh, religion is good or religion is bad. You ain't supposed to be religion anyway. Religion and spirituality is two different things. If you are a spiritual being, I don't care what you believe in a religion, you're still a spiritual being because the most high is the father of spirits and you're the little light who is a spirit. So that's the difference. You can believe whatever the hell you want, but you will still be Yasharel because it's in your DNA. That's what I'm saying. So these things will be utilized by the devil to divide and conquer you, and it's been so successful up until now, very successful. The devil continues to divide and conquer, and he got half of the people, Yasharel, running behind him. Uh-huh. That's why it's only going to be a um, a remnant. Understand that. So with that, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna end this lesson. I don't want this lesson to be so long-winded because. My throat is hurting and I have to take long breaks to drink um, water and tea. I hope this lesson has edified you. Every lesson I say, I pray that it leads you to seek the word for yourself, to seek the most high for yourself. The most high is good. It's nobody else that's good. Yeshua said nobody else is good. Not even him. The Most High is good, and once you learn that, once you seek the Most High, seeking first His kingdom and His righteousness, understand who you are. Once the Ruach starts dealing with you and living in your temple, that is your body, because you are a little light. You will be better off. You will be grateful, thankful. Your relationships will be good. Remember, we living down here with the devil, so things are not going to be perfect. And people are going to go through trials and tribulations. It says that. And if you don't believe that, go to Mar- uh, Matthew 24 and Luke 21. You'll find out. The whole world's going to go through tribulations. But the Most High, who is Yeshua in the flesh, said, Don't worry about it because he overcame the world. You still got to go through these tribulations, but you've already been counted among the remnants because the Most High said there's two flocks the honorary, original branches, excuse me, the, the original branches and the honorary branches which are the Gentiles. I didn't already say what I said. Living on this earth is hard, it's terrible. It's a lot of stuff that's not fair. It's a lot of stuff that's um, unequal. It's a lot of stuff that people refuse to see. There's a lot of gaslighting. There's a lot of um, deception. It's a lot of everything. In order for you to navigate this world in a clear um, existence, a clear um, focus, Your spirit must be elevated because um, um, spiritual things trump earthly things. The earthly things that you're enduring here can confuse you. But if the Most High is dealing with you and he's sending the Ruach, you are becoming elevated. And and clearly, um, heavenly things, which Yahshua said, heavenly things top earthly things. So you'll be able to navigate the earthly nonsense You'll be able to decipher it. You'll be able to separate it. You'll be able to still live your life the way that the most high intended if you are spiritually elevated. So your best bet is to seek your first, his kingdom and his righteousness in all things. Um, Increase your faith. Pray for that um, that husband or that wife. You will get what you're asking for. You better ask um, Sierra. Okay? You better ask Sierra, because I know she prayed for uh, her football player. Okay? You better ask Judge Faith. You better ask all these women who got good men who prayed for them, and me included. Okay? And I'm telling you, I am a testimony to that. Okay? So with that, I say, I hope this lesson edify you. And until, oh, we will be doing... um. Other interpersonal relationships but we just did the loving relationships now we'll probably just get into families and what to expect and rearing children and having a family dynamic that is whole and healthy we'll probably get to that next so this was part two part three we'll get into the family dynamic the spiritual family dynamic and then hopefully i can shed some light um, on what's going on within these families Okay, so with that, I say, I hope you enjoyed this lesson. And until next time. Hi, trying to contact me regarding a question, comment or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna@yahoo.com. at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word, Cliff note. the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. It's good to hear the word of truth from the Most High, but you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.